This podcast is a presentation of Sunset Presbyterian Church. For more information, log on to our website at www.sunsetpres.org. All right, we are in a sermon series called Favorite Passages. And um, I first want to just say, can we give a big thank you to Pastor Barb File right there, who's just led us into this series so well. I loved your sermons. And Seth Bailey, I don't know if you're here, uh, but he, that sermon was just great last Sunday, um, uh, reminding us about the peace of Christ. So I want to thank you uh, for leading us into this series so well. And we have been inviting you to write your favorite verses on the windows, and I want to thank you for doing that. It's been exciting to see these windows get filled, and we hope they all get filled before this sermon series is finished. Uh, And we've also been asking for you to share your favorite verse. I've invited you to email me, and I have loved to not only read your verse, but to understand why it's one of your favorite passages and why it has inspired you. And it has inspired me. In fact, we are hoping to end this series by listening to the testimonies from you. We'll be singing and hearing some of these favorite verses and why they're your favorite verses uh, to culminate this whole sermon series. So uh, keep bringing those forward and giving us, um, you know, the reasons why these, these uh, passages have inspired you. Today I'm going to ref- be reflecting on one. I have like thousands of favorite verses, I think, but I'm going to be reflecting on one of my favorite verses, passages really, Psalm 23. Uh, and by the way, we have kids in our service, and so if, if you're here, if you're a kid, we have coloring pencils in each of the entrances to the sanctuary, and I want to invite you kids to draw a picture of Psalm 23, and I want you to show me that picture at the end of this service. So don't, don't be embarrassed to go and get those colored pencils, or you can just use your bulletin, and there's a pencil in, your, in the back of your seat as well. So I want to encourage the kids here to draw a picture of Psalm 23 while I preach. Psalm 23 is one of my favorite psalms. When I was called to pastor at uh, Union Church of Manila in the Philippines, I really wanted to be a good pastor for that church. And I know that the word pastor simply means shepherd. So I thought the best way to be a good pastor is to keep my eyes on Jesus, the good shepherd. And so what I did was I put a picture of Jesus as the good shepherd on my screensaver. So as soon as I opened it up, the very first thing I saw before I I did any work was I saw Jesus as the good shepherd. And uh, it inspired me to love his sheep the way he loves his sheep. So it's been an important psalm in my life in many, many ways. It's a psalm that has brought rest when I have been weary. It's a psalm that has brought comfort when I've been tempted to have fear. It's a psalm that has brought hope in times of discouragement. And so if anyone here today is listening, if you're feeling weary... If you're feeling afraid or discouraged, if you need rest or comfort or hope, I hope Psalm, this Psalm, will speak to you and become one of your favorite Psalms too. So let's pray and ask for God's 
anointing of this time. Lord, Heavenly Father, our Good Shepherd, would you fill us with your Holy Spirit um, that we could hear what you want us to hear uh, from this beloved psalm. Speak to us. uh, Minister to us. We pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, All right, Psalm 23. Please say verse 1 out loud with me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. The Lord is my shepherd. This psalm is about the Lord. It's fundamentally about Yahweh. The Lord is described, God, the creator of all things, is described with this metaphor of a shepherd. And when the Lord is our personal shepherd, he can lead us to rest and to comfort and to hope. Psalm 23 is all about this shepherd who brings those things. Rest, comfort, hope. And those are the three things that I'd like to share with you. These are three reasons why this psalm is one of my favorite psalms. Psalm 23, we see a shepherd who can bring first rest that restores. Rest that restores. Would you say these verses out loud with me? He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. He restores my soul. I love this psalm because the shepherd makes me rest. He, he literally lays me down. It's his will. He leads me into refreshment, to, to water. This is going to make you all thirsty. Mm. Mm. Ah, sorry, I shouldn't have done that. But he, he leads me into this refreshment. He restores the totality of all of who I am. The shepherd wants me to rest. And I have to confess, I deeply and profoundly struggle with rest. And my wife will say a big amen right now. Amen. So. I struggle with it. Uh, And Psalm, I need Psalm 23. I need it because it helps me find rest. And um, as, as you've heard me say, I have certain practices when I pray. In the morning, I have breathing prayers. And the reason I use breathing prayers is because I breathe. You know. We all breathe. <laughs> and so if I can somehow connect praying with breathing, then it will remind me to pray constantly. And that's why for me personally, these breathing, when I breathe, it just helps remind me. And so in the morning, every morning, I wake up and I, I breathe in and I remember that God is with me. And then I breathe a second time and remember that Jesus is with me. And then I breathe a third time and I remember that the Holy Spirit is with me. With me in the morning. That's what I do in the morning, but at night, I regularly pray Psalm 23. And I pray it because I need rest. And sometimes I need comfort. And sometimes I need hope for tomorrow. And I want to I rest 
in God's comfort, and I want to rest in God's hope. You know, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. He is good, and he is a shepherd of Psalm 23. That's why Jesus, the good shepherd, can lead us to rest and can restore our souls. In fact, that is exactly what Jesus taught. He says, come to me, and he gives a promise, I will give you rest. Learn from me, and again, a promise, you will find it. You're going to find rest for, for all of who you are, your whole soul. Jesus teaches me that the Lord wants desires to give me rest in order to restore me. And I find that rest when I come to him and when I learn from him. Pastor John Ortberg um, asked Dallas Willard, who's you know, a great Christian philosopher and writer, uh, one of my heroes. And Pastor John Ortberg asked Dallas Willard, he said, uh, what was uh, the one thing that Dallas Willard would recommend to give him new energy in his spiritual life? How would you answer that? What is the one thing, if someone asks you that question, what is the one thing, Barbara File, that you would recommend to me to give my spiritual life energy? What's one thing you would ask? Well, here's what he said. Dallas Willard looked him straight in the eyes and he said, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. You must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. For hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life in our world today. Is that true? It is the great enemy of spiritual life in our world today. Friends, do you need rest? Come to the good shepherd. Do not do anything, but simply rest with him. You know, my wife and I have been starting a, uh, to attend a spiritual direction institute, and there I have begun, after decades of following Jesus, I confess, I have begun to learn a new spiritual practice of resting with Jesus. Resting with Jesus. I lay down, not on green grass, but on my soft bed. And I simply rest with Jesus. In Psalm 23, it's one of my favorite psalms because I know it's his, it's his will. He wants that for me. And he wants it for you. The good shepherd invites us to rest with him. So when the good shepherd becomes our good shepherd, he can guide you to rest. Now, Psalm 23, we also see a shepherd who brings comfort. Comfort when we're afraid. And please say this with me out loud. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup is overflowing. Now, we all face valleys. We all face dark times. We all will face the valley of the shadow of death. What 
can keep us from being afraid of these things. You know, fear is not of the Lord. Fear is not of the Lord. What can keep us from the fear of dark things? From the fear that evil brings? What can keep us from the fear of enemies? And Psalm 23 says that the Lord is our, is when the Lord is our shepherd, we can fear no evil because the shepherd is with us. The shepherd can comfort us because the shepherd is with us us, with us in the dark valley, with us when we're afraid, with us when we face enemies, with us through sickness, with us when we go through the shadow of death, with us when we grieve and with us when we mourn. It's one of my favorite passages because it's a word of comfort. It's a word of comfort, especially when we face death. Now, as a pastor, I have had the extreme honor of, of being in the room when people die and, I, and to walk alongside people when they mourn. That is just an incredible honor. And the Bible says that Jesus is not just the good shepherd. He is the great shepherd and that God lifted the great shepherd up from the dead. So the only one... There's only one. There's only one who can guide us then through the valley of the shadow of death. It's the great shepherd who has died and has been lifted from the dead. So the great shepherd can comfort us when we walk through this valley ourselves. In fact, Jesus, the great shepherd, gives us a special promise of comfort to those who mourn. Blessed are those who mourn. For what? It's a promise. They shall be comforted. God blesses those who mourn. You shall be comforted. So if you need comfort today, may you experience the presence of the shepherd who promises to bless you. So when the Lord is our shepherd, then our shepherd is with us always. With us in the morning, with us at night, with us every day, with us through darkness, with us through fear. He's with us. Psalm 23 is, we also see a shepherd who can bring hope. Hope for our future. And I love this. Would you please say it with me? Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely, surely in Hebrew it means certainly not surely, it's like certainly God's goodness and God's has said his loyal, faithful love for you and for me will not just follow the word. You know, it's like, okay, there's goodness. It's kind of following behind. You know, there, there's God's love. It's following behind. The Hebrew is much stronger. It's, it, the, God, God's goodness and his love is pursuing you. Isn't that beautiful? Pursuing you wherever you may go. God's goodness pursues us. God's faithful love, no matter what we face, what valley we face, is actually pursuing us. His loyal, faithful love. We can have confidence because we have the Lord as our shepherd who can give us hope every day. Every day. 
all our days, pursuing us with goodness and love. How does that feel? I think, you know, a lot of us feel like we're being pursued by a lot of things. But isn't it a comfort to know? Isn't it hopeful to know that it's God's will to bless you with goodness? It's his will to bless you with his love. Well, not only does this psalm give us hope for all our days on earth, but an eternal hope as well. It says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. House is another name for the Lord God's temple, and the temple is where God is present. So when the Lord is our shepherd, we can have hope to live in God's presence forever and ever, not just now, but forever and ever. Peter calls Jesus the chief shepherd. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading what? Crown of glory is a metaphor. It's a symbol in the Bible for eternal life. So that's the promise of Jesus, the chief shepherd. It's a promise for you and for me of eternal life. And Jesus again and again makes this promise. He says, For God so loved the whole wide world that he gave his one and only Son. Whoever should believe in him should not perish, but have what? Again, it is for this the will of my Father that everyone who believes Jesus should have what? Eternal life. And when Jesus went to the memorial service for his friend Lazarus and was there to comfort Martha and Mary, he said, I'm the resurrection and the life. And whoever believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will what? Never, never die. And on the night before his very death, he says, don't be afraid. Believe in God. Believe in me, he says. In my Father's house are many rooms. Jesus is proclaiming the hope that is found in Psalm 23. When Jesus is your chief shepherd, he is preparing a place for you There are many, many rooms. That is a promise for you. It's a promise from the good shepherd. Hear the good news. From the good shepherd of Psalm 23, you will live in the house of the Lord forever, in his presence forever and ever and ever. He not only pursues you day to day with his goodness and with his love, but he gives you the gift of his very presence for eternity. What a psalm. Psalm 23 is about a shepherd who brings rest, comfort, and hope. And when the shepherd of Psalm 23 becomes your personal shepherd, you, he can lead you to those things as well. And those are just a few of the reasons why it's one of my favorite psalms. So how do we apply this to our lives? How do we apply Psalm 23 to our lives? I want to suggest five things real quickly. The first thing I want to suggest is to memorize it. Like if there's one to do, I would say it's this. Memorize Psalm 23. It was Dallas Willard who, who inspired me and challenged me to memorize it. It's really not that hard to memorize. But to put it to memory because it's going to stay with you when you're weary, when you're afraid, when you're discouraged. And it'll bubble right on up. The second way to apply it is to draw it. Kids, are you drawing this? Anyone? Yeah, so I'll get to see him. 
I mean, it's full of visual imagery. Shepherd, sheep, grass, water, path, valley, rod, staff, table, oil, cup, house. I mean, it's visual. It's, it's, it's beautiful to draw. And it's a, way, it's a way to enter into it. Another way to apply it is to study it. Learn about first century Middle Eastern shepherds. It'll bring new light to it. And isn't it interesting to study the words, like the Hebrew words? Like I've always thought the goodness was kind of following me, somewhere away, like a mile away following me. But it's different to know that God is pursuing me. His goodness is actually pursuing. It's, it's actively pursuing me. And it changes uh, when you study that psalm. Or sing it. I want to invite you to sing it. It can be a simple way of singing it. You know, some people say, well, I can't sing. Well, if you can talk, you can sing, in my opinion. Uh, now, holding a tune is another story. But, <laughs> but you know, it can be sim- two notes. I and mean, we, we learned how to, how to sing in the Seder. Um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me by water, restores my soul. You can do simple step up, simple step down. It's such a beautiful song. We, we sang that special psalm, The House of the Lord Forever. Um, that was just a song inspired by Psalm 23. And um, wh- one day, years and years ago, I was um, with my guitar, just praying, being with the Lord and 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 I wrote a song, um, the Lord. Um, Lord, you are, you are my rest. In this time of restlessness, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down. In green pastures, he leads me by water, he restores my soul, he guides me in paths of righteousness. Lord, you are, you are my rest in this time of restlessness. Write a song, sing the song. And then lastly, think about it. You know, God says to Joshua in Joshua 1.8, God says, meditate on my word day and night. Meditate. That's what the Lord says. Meditate. Just to think about it. And, I, and I, it's, a, it's a wonderful way to enter into the psalm. To go sit, to lie down in green grass and just, and just remember that line and think about that line. Or sit next to quiet waters. Go somewhere and sit next to water. And just pay attention to, to what it's doing to your soul. And, and remind yourself. Think of it again and again. He leads me by quiet waters. He leads me into calmness, into stillness. So I want to close by reciting Psalm 23. And I want to invite you to listen. I want to invite you to listen and to allow God to speak to you through one of my favorite psalms. Do you, are you weary Do you need rest? Listen for the good shepherd's voice for you personally. Is anyone here afraid? Do you need comfort? 
Listen for the great shepherd's voice while I read this. For you. Are you discouraged? Do you need hope? Listen for the chief shepherd's voice. I want to invite you to listen and just notice if there's a word or a phrase that catches your attention. And I'm going to just leave a little moment of silence after I recite the psalm and before we sing our last song. And I want you to take a moment to reflect on that word or phrase that stands out to you. So listen for the good shepherd's voice. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly, goodness and love shall pursue me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever.